How's it going, everybody? I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast. Episode 10. And what a great week to have episode 10 on. We have some crazy tech news to discuss. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, There's a quick outline of our discussion for this week. Our headliners are Microsoft and TikTok. And then a discussion on the new Avengers game with Spider-Man, the whole Spider-Man controversy. And then our secondary stories are going to be none other than the man, the myth, the top of the mountain himself, but only halfway up, Dr. Disrespect, with a final cut to Mulan. Ooh, Mulan, and everybody's ears perked on that. What is he going to talk about? Well, you'll see. But let's get started, first and foremost, on the TikTok story. So we've discussed TikTok in the past, specifically its security concern, and why the United States is uh, so apprehensive towards the company. Now, you might ask, what company owns TikTok? And that company is none other than ByteDance. Get it? Because... Byte because of computers and digital and dance because TikTok and dancing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, but ByteDance owns TikTok. So I'm sure you've seen current discussions between the Microsoft and TikTok deal. Okay. Microsoft wants to buy TikTok. I want to go through this history, the background and everything so that we all understand the story before we talk about thoughts and issues and all that. So what is the situation and what are the facts you might add Here we are. Microsoft was in discussions with ByteDance to buy TikTok. However, Microsoft only wanted to purchase TikTok services in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Pause. I I want everyone to think about this for a little bit because it is a term paper worthy amount of things to discuss how important and powerful social media companies have become that private corporations are trying to break them apart by regions. Wow. We've never seen that before. That is a first. Never happened and has yet to happen, as you will see. But how important these social media companies are that if someone can't purchase the whole thing, they just want some regions of it. Okay. Unpause. So Microsoft was originally, again, in talks to port to purchase U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand access to TikTok. Those portions of TikTok is what they wanted to buy. However, current discussions in the Trump administration came to be that TikTok was such a security concern that they must be banned. President Trump signed an executive order giving ByteDance 45 days. Okay, They have 45 days left of operation in the United States unless they are sold to Microsoft. So now Microsoft is trying to purchase the entirety of TikTok from ByteDance. The status of this deal is unknown at the time. There's all kinds of other political controversy surrounding it because of the involvement of that executive order, but we're not going to talk about that. We're just, I, we just want to talk about how crazy it is that last week we talked about the importance of, or excuse me, how important Americans view laissez-faire government towards capitalism and yet this is not very laissez-faire at all and two how crazy it is that a social media company is generating one this much private interest 
and two, this much political pressure. It's crazy. The internet is a powerful place, ladies and gentlemen. Know your print. Know your impact on the internet and where you stand on it as much as you can. All right. So that is the whole TikTok situation, and we talked about how crazy it is that that's even happening. Our next headliner, none other than Spider-Man, okay? So for those of you who don't know, I want to preface this again with some background information. Sony bought the rights to Spider-Man in 1999. So all those early 2000s movies you saw with Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and Doc Ock, and Venom, and all those guys, that was Sony Spider-Man. The current Spider-Man that you see, a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has not been purchased by Marvel. But the character Spider-Man is being rented to Marvel to produce those movies. Okay? So, that is the rights of Spider-Man. We did get a Spider-Man game on the PS4. It was a PS4 exclusive in 2018. And that's kind of been Sony's thing with Spider-Man. They use him. They don't like to share him. It's a big deal when Spider-Man got accepted to the MCU. But that's Spider-Man standing at Sony right now. That brings us to the present. On September 4th, we're going to get an Avengers game on PS4, Xbox, PC. I don't know about the next-gen status on that, but we will be getting a current-gen Avengers game. They did also come out and announce that this game will have DLC and extra characters, Spider-Man being one of them. Here's the punchline. Here's the catch. Spider-Man is only going to be a DLC character on the PlayStation platform. And that goes to why PlayStation is owned by Sony. And thus, only Sony's platform will have Spider-Man. I hate this. And I think everyone with a decent mindset should hate this too. Why? Why should you hate this? It's a bad president descent. So think about this, right? You go and buy a video game at a store. And if you look online right now at the prices of Avengers for all the different consoles for Xbox, PlayStation, PC, $60 across the board, right? 60 bucks. But that $60 doesn't go as far per the console you play on, at least in that game. $60 on the Xbox won't get you Spider-Man. Now you might say, well, hey, it's DLC. I don't, I'm not even going to buy it. Why do I care? That's the difference. Okay, you should care. You should care because $60, you might pay it for the base game evenly, but you're not getting the full experience or access. You're not getting access to the full experience or the full game if you play it on Xbox. Only PlayStation is getting that. Now, you might have to pay for that extra DLC, but you should have the option and opportunity to do that no matter the platform if you're paying for the same game. I hate it. $60, it's $60 versus $60, and it kind of, in my opinion, it should be illegal. You shouldn't restrict someone's access to the game, to the full game, just because of the platform that it's on. And that might just be kind of the bullshit that Sony's running because they own Spider-Man. They might say, yeah, you can put Spider-Man in the game, but it can only come out on PlayStation because, you know, we have the PlayStation version of Spider-Man the game and the renowned Spider-Man movies. No, fuck that, okay? $60 is $60. No matter where you spend it, it should go just as far, okay? And I hate this. I hate that it's happening. I hate that it exists. 
and I hope that they snap out of their senses. This isn't a console war, y'all. Think about this. Think about this. You'd be you hate it if it was the same for you. If you fell in love with the game, but you can only get its entire contents if you were on another platform, even though you paid the exact same thing. Stupid. I hate it. All right. What they should do, honestly, is just decrease the price a little bit on other platforms since you won't be getting the quote-unquote full game. But that's just me. That's just me. But that is our headliners, TikTok and the Microsoft deal. wanted to explain that to y'all. And then the Sony Spider-Man controversy with the Avengers game. Ugh, bad precedent. Speaking of precedents being set, we talked about a bad one. Here is a good one in Mulan, our secondary story this week. Now, Mulan, as many of you know, was supposed to release in theaters in March. But then because of COVID, they pushed it to July. And then because of COVID, they pushed it to August. And then because all the theaters are closed and COVID still exists, they, uh, they're making it, they kind of pushed it indefinite. Didn't update anybody on the status of the movie, whether when it was coming out, where it is, blah, 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 blah all that stuff. But now they've come out and said, Mulan will release on Disney Plus September 4th for $30. And then there's no other word on the other titles like Black Widow and New Mutants and some of their other movies. But Mulan by itself releasing on Disney Plus, $30. I fucking love this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, he, why? Why do I love it? Because I, lo- I want more movies to release on streaming platforms, okay? I want more movies to not release in theaters, but release, I want them to release in theaters and coincide with a digital release where I can watch them from the comfort of my home for a higher price, of course, because I'm not going to the theaters to see it. Now, some of you might say, $30? That's insane to rent a movie to watch, but that's the difference. They have to get their money back. I get it. You have to get your money back, and also you don't know how many people are going to be watching it, right? Because if you go to a movie theater, you have ticket sales. So every person that walks in, so you get a certain number of that revenue, whereas a per- random person at home buys the movie, they can invite 10 people over, but you only get the cost of that one person buying it when it's at home. So I understand why it's a higher price. I understand why it's $30 to rent it, okay? Here's what I don't like. It's $30, but, but you have to have Disney Plus, okay? I don't like that because what you're doing there is that you're double dipping on the consumer. You're saying you can buy this movie for $30. It was supposed to release in theaters. You can watch it in your home. Great. But you have to have a subscription to Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Here's what I do. If you have a Disney Plus subscription... $30. If you don't have a Disney Plus subscription and you still want to watch it, make it like 45 You know, bump up the price a little bit. But you're already getting plenty of money from the subscribers. All right? You're getting all that money already. All right, bump that, bump that cost down for us as subscribers, you know? I got lucky. I got Disney Plus through my Verizon plan, so I haven't, been, I haven't had to pay for it yet. But I mean, like, make it 20 bucks for us subscribers. And then for people who haven't, don't, or aren't subscribed, well, that was weird. For people who aren't subscribed, make it the full 30. That makes sense to me, right? 
But don't double dip. Don't make people go through a paywall to pay for a movie. And I don't like that president either. You know, I like the president of releasing, if it was a theater release, release it online. I like that. That's good. I don't like it that I might have to go through a different subscription-based service of all of them. Just put it online. If you have a subscription, it's less. If you don't, it's more. And release it to everybody. But that's my thoughts on it, at least. Our final story is one that I have been so excited to update everybody on. Dr. Disrespect is back, ladies and gentlemen. So when I was writing the script for this podcast, I I had a Verge article. And here is the title. Ninja returns to Twitch for first time since Mixer shut down. And it was written by... Jacob Castrenix. Okay, there it is. I was preparing for this podcast, and I read this article, and I keep up with a lot of these guys because I watch a lot of streams. And I never watched a lot of Ninja, but I I watched a lot of Doc, and I watched a lot of Shroud. And they haven't been posting. They haven't been posting on YouTube. They haven't been streaming. And I'm pretty sure even their Twitter has been pretty quiet of all three of these characters. Doc specifically, because Doc was a weird situation by itself. But even Ninja and Shroud have just disappeared for a little bit. But Ninja came back to Twitch. He streamed on Twitch for a little bit. But we, but then Shroud started making YouTube videos. And they're not new YouTube videos. They're all highlight vids. They're like best Shroud flicks, best Shroud clutches, best Shroud snipes. He's uploading them every weekday, and they're actually really good. They go back pretty far all the way to his CS days, but they're pretty good to watch. But he hasn't made a squeak until those videos started being announced. I He does have a schedule, up uh, Shroud does, of all of these videos and what the next one's going to be. So I assume that after all these videos have been have come out, he'll come make a comeback on whatever platform he decides. But Ninja went to Twitch. Shroud's uploading on YouTube. And when I was preparing this, I was like, where is Doc? And Doc's comeback, folks. Friday was Dr. Disrespect's first stream on YouTube. He's lost a lot of weight is what it looks like. I don't know if that's from the stress or him doing more cardio. But he's back. And I can't be more excited to watch him and check out what he has to offer now. A lot of his graphics, and of course, everybody knows who watches Doc. He has some of the best just graphic designers, best-looking streams, highest quality, like, picture. Oh, the amount of work and production, his just production quality is out of this world. It beats every other streamer times 100. And that's one of the things I love about Doc. His personality and his character can be a little much sometimes, but his production value, no question, Dr. Disrespects has the best production value on Twitch or in the streaming community, period. So Doc is back. You can find him on YouTube now on his YouTube channel. Super cool, though. I really dig how YouTube, if you stream on YouTube, what it does is that it saves your stream into a video and produces it on your channel after you're done streaming. I think that's super cool. That's a great idea. I really hope that Twitch one day gets into video hosting like YouTube does. But you know what? I am uh, I'm super happy that Doc is back, and I'm happy to see what he has to offer now. I'm expecting some craziness here on Monday because Friday was his test run. But check out Dr. Disrespect. Check out what he's got. That, ladies and gentlemen, wraps up 
our stories for this week. How about that, huh? How about that? But I want to talk about a little personal thing. So if you no longer want to discuss tech news and hear the great highlights of this week, I hope to see you next week. Thanks for checking out the podcast. But for those of you who'd like to stick around, let's discuss something. Let's discuss some new headphones, actually. So I have talked about on this podcast that I have gotten into cycling, and I really have. I'm loving the sport, and I know I said originally that I was going to cycle a 1,000 miles before I had this big trip coming up. Change of plans. The big trip is in like two weeks. So I might throw up one episode of the podcast titled TBD and see how that treats me. I'll probably upload to the podcast. I just will have a crappier mic there for a while. But I have been cycling a lot. Back to the primary story. I have been cycling a lot. And I hate not having my phone on me. Or, you know, it's in like a back pocket and stuff. But I don't want to take it out if I'm on the road and I hear a ring. I just, I don't feel comfortable when I'm by that many cars. So I got an, a new pair of headphones. They're called Aftershocks Aeropex. Aftershocks Aeropex. These are bone conduction headphones. What that means is that it doesn't go in your ear canal at all. It wraps around the outside of your ear and touches on those bones right in front of your ear. You know those little flappy ones? Right. If you were to look, if you were to feel your ear, the ones right in front of your ear right there, those bones, if it sits right there on that front bone of your ear, and it just produces vibrations that you can hear. And what that means is that my ear canal is open. I can still hear the voices, sounds, and specifically cars around me while I bike around. But I can also hear a podcast, a phone call, whatever I need to hear. Super cool. I was really expecting these things to not be good, but they are amazing. I can barely feel them. I mean, I I honestly can't feel them. They're super comfortable. And I can hear everything around me while still hearing my music. This isn't an ad in any way, by the way. I am just super impressed with these headphones and what they have to offer for me. So Aftershock Aeropex. Check them out if you're in a market for a wireless set of headphones. I don't think they'd be good in a gym or a loud environment because, again, they don't sit in your ear, ear canal, so they don't muffle outside sound. But their purpose is for runners and for cyclists and maybe swimmers. I don't know about swimmers, but runners and cyclists for sure who still need to hear their surroundings but also want to listen to something. So Aftershock Aeropex, check that out. But let's talk about my cycling adventures real quick. Let's double back to that. So like I said, I wanted a 1,000 miles on my bike by a certain date, but it looks like because of some work-related issues and pushing up some timelines, I am going to be going on a bit of a trip here in a week and a half to two weeks. What that means for the podcast is that I will be uploading, but my mic quality won't be as good for a while. Uh, About two months, I'll be uploading on my gaming headset, so the quality won't be as good as this, but I would really appreciate it if y'all still listen, had some support. I will still be uploading on YouTube weekly, and I'll be uploading this podcast to Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast on Sundays as well. So with that, that should be the update and i'll give an update next week next week will be the last podcast i think the last podcast with the equipment and everything set up before i go on this big trip but i just want to say thank you to everybody listening we have a couple listeners in england 
And then one, uh, let me check here. We have a couple listeners outside of the United States, which is super cool. Let's see what we got. Here we go. We have one listener in the UK and another listener in Ireland. So to those two listeners, I'd like to say thank you for checking it out. If you listen to it, (laughs) uh, if if you've gotten this far on this podcast, thank you. I really do appreciate it. This is something I do for fun. And I really hope that no matter who you are, no matter where you are, that you had fun listening. So with that, I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast. And remember, smile. Smile.